Welcome to the Embracing Race podcast. I am your host, Shawnee. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm Jesse, and my pronouns are they, them. So okay, I'm look, I mean, cut you off. My bad. That was so rude. You're fine. I feel like we're going to be blessed because we made, we did not skip today. So for those that don't know, Jesse and I record on Wednesday mornings. But they were traveling, driving on Thanksgiving Eve, which is like when everybody is driving. Day of the year. Mm-hmm. 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 So with that being said, we moved it up. I ain't have anything to do. It's a priority, Shoni. It's a priority. Also, I wanted to see, I I wanted to see Jesse's face. I don't know how this episode is going to go because there wasn't much in pop culture. Well, there's a whole lot of stuff in pop culture. I just didn't want to talk about it because yeah. I like give thanks. I just want to, I want, I didn't know. I was like, should we have a topic? But we don't even I have just, topics. So it didn't I even just matter. Wanna, I want to highlight the list this week where it, these are just headings, but I think everybody should know it's pop culture, political shit, and then Jesus stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we or like if you guys think that we have this like very organized, we've gotten very organized in the last this season. But if you think that we have this whole outline, that is our top, those are our categories. Like it's just <laughs> pop culture, political shit, and Jesus stuff. <laughs> And the stuff that you have listed isn't even technically listed under any of those things. <laughs> but I, okay, so I want to tell an indirect story. Okay, so Ros, rest in peace to Rosalind Carter. Good and faithful uh, servant. Good okay. and faithful servant. Jimmy Carter's wife of over 50 years. They got married. Bro, they got married the year my mother was born. Oh my gosh. 1946. Wow. So they were married for what's that? 77 years. Yeah. That's that's and a lifetime. That's a that's whole a lifetime. Life, yeah. Um, little highlight about Rosalind Carter, like she wasn't the I guess like your typical first lady. Um, she did not go to college, right? But very faithful and like very, very faithful in her, in her faith. I was trying to find another word because I was like saying faith twice. But devout, so devout would be a good word. Devout, devout, devout in her pursuit toward the goal. Because I, you know, I, I, that, I I'm going to start saying that when people like have have finished the race of life. Yeah. And are now with the redeemed. I feel like um um yeah, like fin- like so she's a um uh, she did go to Agnes Scott, but they said she I don't know because someone said she was an Agnes Scott alumni. But then a news report said that um she just had a high school diploma. It doesn't really matter what her educational status was, whether she went to Agnes Scott or not. She was, she had ties to the school, which is a Presbyterian um, all-girls school in Atlanta. So a friend of ours that went there 
um, Tara Spooler McCabe, Reverend Tara Spooler McCabe, shared with me on Sunday how she got, as part of her religious studies class, she got to have, she did a semester of weekly Bible study at the Carters. They Wait, taught our, our Tara did yes. a weekly Bible study with Rosalind Carter. Yes, and Jimmy. Yes. Holy shit. How has she never mentioned this before? You know, like just just because, you know, she's just Miss Roz. <laughs> Where I like, I'm just picturing this. Like, I know they offered like snacks. What do you think the snacks were, Jesse? Like ginger, like was it like graham like crackers, something. ginger like, snaps, and like lemonade or something? Lemonade, lemon tea cookies. I mean, they were in college. They were in seminary. Yeah, oh. yeah. No, this is undergrad before they went to seminary. Undergrad? Yeah, but she took a religious studies class, and for a semester, they had Bible study. They taught Bible study together. I remember, like his ninety, like. The the former pre- President Carter's like ninety sixth birthday. They were like, um, "What did um? Do you know what the former president did for his birthday? His birthday had fell on a Sunday. He went to his church and taught his his adult Bible Sunday school Bible class that he's been teaching for seventy years, with the exception of when he was the president." That's so bizarre. <laughs> I just. I feel like, you know, because a lot of times people who are on the political left side of the aisle, Mm -hmm. their faith is not professed in the way that the other side professes their faith. Like, it's very performative on the other side. I don't care what anybody says anyway. And and you got to, and you do run the, you run the risk of it being performative if you do too much, like people can feel it. Like, you know, there's a, there's a scripture about spirits testing the spirits. So like for me, who someone who identifies herself as a spiritual person, like I, I know when I'm, when I'm getting fed BS. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I like, even on the way down here. So we're in South Carolina right now. Um, which you can imagine the billboards that we saw coming from Maryland to South Carolina. Um, and there was one that just struck me and it was this very white, very white family on this billboard. And it says the legacy continues. And then, and then at the bottom in small print was the name of the church and the website. And I'm like, I don't understand how any of that is about the church. Why are you advertising yourself? Like, that's not what the church is about. I don't understand. Like the legacy continues. The legacy continues. And it was like, obviously like parents. And then I don't know if it was like son and daughter or like son and daughter-in-law or daughter and son-in-law, whatever it was, but it was like an older-ish couple and a younger couple. And I'm just like, no, that tells me I'm walking in and it's completely like Joel Olstein-esque, like give me all your money type of thing. Not yeah. this isn't Christ-centered at all. When the when the when the name of your church is in fine print, this has nothing to do with Jesus. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, how was the drive down? It was long. Um, I think it's just, it was, we hit a lot of traffic. I think there's a storm on the East Coast right now. So it was like raining the entire way down here. Uh. That people just don't know how to drive in the rain. So what was supposed to take like five hours yesterday ended up taking eight. And then what Uh. was supposed to take four hours today took like seven. So So you are in the Palmetto state. Do you like Palmetto cheese, Jesse? Um, every once in a while, if it's in a cheese ball, I don't mind palmetto cheese and cheese balls. If that uh, have you ever had a cheese ball? Um, I, no. <laughs> like not, not even at like a party. They like put a cheese ball in the middle of a cracker tray. And you like? I've never had it in a ball. No. No, you just out of the tub. Yeah. Yeah. But the house, the weather though, you just gotta. You're outside with just a hoodie on. I am. It's it's about similar to what it is in Maryland, but it's, it's uh, like sixty something degrees. I don't know if it's colder in Maryland now, but it's a no, little sixty. It's fine. Okay. It's rainy. It, it was hailing on the last like thirty minutes of our drive here. Yeah, but it was fine. Are you glad that you're not traveling for Thanksgiving? I am. And it's so funny because I was just thinking about this like literally like two hours ago about I was trying to remember when did my mom drive? Because there were times where we hosted in upstate New York. Right. And my our both sides of the family are is so big. So we never had like my grandfather's side and my grandmother's side at the same time. It was one or the other. Yeah. And. But I remember the few times we would come to to D.C. for Thanksgiving, but I just never remember sitting in traffic. So I wonder, did we leave on like Monday or Tuesday? Was I here all week? I don't remember that. I don't remember the driving part. I wonder if you did you ever drive at night? Like, did your parents ever oh, make you? Yeah, like, I remember driving during the day and then you guys would drive at night type of thing. Yeah, sometimes. Not so much to come to D.C., but I remember doing that, like, if we had to drive to Alabama or Georgia or something like that. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite? What's your favorite dish? On Thanksgiving? Yeah. I'm all about mac and cheese, but it has to be either. It has to be homemade. Yeah. I'm a mac and cheese snob, Shawnee. I very much am. Like I don't do craft mac and cheese. I don't have yes. blue box blues. I don't <laughs> I don't do Velveeta. Like it has to be homemade baked mac and yeah. cheese. I mean, I'm here for all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually not much of a turkey person. I don't I don't really need the turkey, honestly. No. I think people are hit or miss with turkey. Like it's either like the, so a lot of times the turkeys that we get that we've experienced have been incredibly dry. Like some people either know how to make a turkey or they don't. Mm-hmm. And I'd much rather just like get a chicken breast and <laughs> cook that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So I, I need to ask, I put it out on Facebook like a year ago because I, I live in Ward 8 which is 
predominantly black neighborhood. Um, I go to the grocery store, didn't see it this year, but saw it last year and was immediately confused because there was a whole end cap of the ingredients to make green bean casserole. And I was confused as to why it was, and it was a Campbell's soup uh-huh. um, end cap, right? Yeah. So you had the yeah. coupons for the Campbell's soup and all of that. I guess cream and mushroom goes in this yes. concoction. And I was, <laughs> I was taken aback because I grew up with white people. I went, I went to a, I was the only, my my family was the only family at our church, Emory United Methodist Church. I, I attended Girl Scouts with white people. My grandfather was on the Rotary Club with white people, right? White people were a, a everyday part of my life. Uh-huh. None of those white people ever served me no green bean casserole. <laughs> I've never had it. I've never even not tried to eat it. I've never. And so I put it out on Facebook last year. And my one of my dearest, dearest, longest time friends, Heather, who is a food snob, by the way, <laughs> says, never heard of it. And it was also white. Never heard of it and won't be eating it. I just looked up the recipe. <laughs> so, so when I put that post up last year, most people that have had it are Midwesterners, like yeah. your Ohio, Michigan, the Midwest. Right. Yeah. H- have you had it, Jesse? I have had it. <laughs> I. I don't think I've ever actively looked at the ingredients. I okay. didn't know there was soy sauce in green bean casserole. Did there you know is? there was? No. Yes. Most of the, these recipes have, including the classic Campbell, have soy sauce in the recipe. That's interesting. You... Okay. A... My mind went right to the fact that I don't understand it, but I'm going to take a stab at perhaps why it's there. So, and this is all stereotypical, okay? Because, you know, there is, there, this is a stereotype that white recipes, white people recipes are not often seasoned thoroughly, right? And like, you know, and so if you add soy sauce, you don't need, I mean, soy sauce is about the saltiest condiment uh-huh. ever. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's supposed to add some type of flavor. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I've I've had a couple of different versions of green bean casserole. It's not my go-to dish. I mean, <laughs> I mean the reason I eat green bean casserole is honestly because there's like, this thing that happens when you mix cheddar cheese and those like crispy onion like straws like there's something lovely that happens about (laughs) onions that like i don't eat green bean casserole for the green beans or for the mushroom soup i eat it for the cheese and the onions on top like i eat it for the most unhealthy part of it but that's interesting 
I also, also have, I, with the exception of peas and ham and scalloped potatoes, I'm somebody that if I go to your house and you put something in front of me, you're going to eat I, it. I will take a no thank you bite. Like I'll put a little scoop on my plate to be polite and I'll like do my best to keep my face as neutral as possible. My exceptions are peas, ham, and scalloped potatoes. And only scalloped potatoes because every time I eat them, I get sick. You don't like ham? I hate ham with a passion. Uh, in, really? any, in any capacity. Yeah, and I can't stand peas. Okay, so I have a story about peas, right? So <laughs> my girlfriend, I'm the was not, that's not my go-to vegetable. My girlfriend's staying at my house for a couple of days. She's helping a she's helping out one single mom to another. This is years ago. I I don't even I don't even know if Michaela and Alicia were even here. And I came home from work and she had cooked dinner. She cooked what was in my what, what, what was in my kitchen, which wasn't a lot. Man, she made these peas with bacon. <laughs> it was the bacon. <laughs> I, I think I ate the whole. I ate the peas out the pot. <laughs> I was like, what did you do? Like, what did you do with this peas? I've never had peas that taste this good. Because it was cooked in bacon. Because it was cooked in bacon. Yeah. I've never had peas again either. So that says a lot. Yeah. I will say, and this may this may lose us some viewers or listeners, so maybe I shouldn't say it. Say but, it. Um, I'm not a bacon person either. I will eat bacon on like I will eat bacon on a potato skin, like on a like you know, okay. the, yeah. Like, and then occasionally, occasionally on like a burger of some sort. So, but, what's your go-to? Do you eat breakfast? Yes. What's your go-to breakfast meat? Turkey sausage or like pork sausage or. Uh, I'm glad you did. I, I I can rock with that, but don't say no dag on turkey bacon. That's not real bacon to me. No, I don't do bacon of any kind unless it's on a potato skin and it's like in okay. cheese and sour cream and everything. I love bacon. <laughs> Most people do. Most <laughs> people do. Uh, so yeah, my, I, I'm here for the mac and cheese. I'm here for pretty much all the sides. I could get down with all the sides. And what's um, your go-to though? What are you going back for? Uh, all like, of them. No, <laughs> the mac and cheese. Okay, so. I have different plates because we have different meats. Okay. So the first plate will always have the standards, the turk, a little piece of turkey, preferably white meat, a little bit of dressing or stuffing. However, I don't, what, what's the, okay. The stuffing goes in the bird. Okay. Whatever. Okay. And then I have to eat that with a little bit of sweet potatoes. <laughs> Okay. All now, right. Do you like do the just sweet potato or do you put like marshmallow and brown sugar in the whole I do thing? the whole the whole thing. Um my girl, okay, so I got three girls. One of them isn't a marshmallow fan, so I kind of don't put marshmallows in sweet potatoes. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, that's how that goes. And then greens will be on that first plate, macaroni and cheese. Okay. But then if there's like a roast or a rib, usually it just depends. So on that plate, you I'm going to have my roast or a rib, whatever the pork is. Yeah. It could be ham, 
Yeah. Right. Potato salad. <laughs> At Thanksgiving. Yes. Really? String beans. Yes. Um, and and probably rice, maybe some rice or mashed potatoes if they had those. Cause they we started doing both in the last five years. Okay. And then the third plate will have the salmon. They got stuffed salmon on the menu because one of my nephews is pescatarian. <laughs> it's the whole thing. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's salmon on the menu. I mean, the, the, the amount of food on this daggone Thanksgiving menu is ridiculous. But that's so funny because that's more meat than I've ever heard of. Like varying meats. At- yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fried chicken. Meatballs. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, turkey, ham, chicken wings, salmon, roast. That's the meats. <laughs> Vegetables, string beans, collard greens, sweet potatoes, which is really a starch, but we're not going to go there. Cabbage, carbs, mac and cheese, potato salad, rice, corn pudding. I was supposed to do the broccoli and cheese casserole, but I forgot that hard is you just i got yeah. that means i have to go back to the store that's, that's fair that's nobody fair. wants to be back at Not the on store. A Wednesday. No, no then desserts rum cake honey bun cake carrot cake sweet potato pie pause what is a honey bun cake oh my gosh it is the best thing ever so I'm I like do you said it in my mouth. Just like literally salivated when you said. That. Okay, it's not. I don't. I don't do it homemade, but it's all good. So it is a yellow box cake, right? Okay. And then yeah. when you go to so, but you're gonna need like. So I'm doing a bump pan, so I had to get four boxes because you take the first layer, right? You take half of the batter. You layer it and then you put brown sugar and then you layer the top, right? Mm-hmm. And then the the icing, like a honey bun icing, all it is is vanilla, um, um, vanilla and um vanilla extract and confectionery sugar, and you just whip it, whip it, whip it, but you have to you glaze it as soon as it comes out the oven so it can frost. It is so good. It tastes just like a honey bun. Tastes like a honey bun. It sounds amazing. It is. So, all right. They, so you have, you have, you have a rum cake, honey bun cake. What were the other ones? Sweet potato carrot, pie and carrot, carrot cake and carrot cake. You guys don't do you don't do pumpkin or apple or anything like that. They don't like hot fruit. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Now, is this just you and your kids or is this your in-laws too? In-laws too. Okay. So now when I was growing up, we did coconut pie, apple uh, uh, cobblers, apple cobbler, peach cobbler, lemon meringue. meringue. It was a whole bunch of sweets because there was some bakers in the family. Yeah. They've all gone to glory now. Ain't nobody got time to be making no daggone stuff from scratch. They even made their bread from their rolls from scratch. No. 
bless some, her soul get some hawaiian sweet rolls <laughs> yeah appetizers because we can't eat till like 4 35 o'clock because my brother-in-law doesn't get off work that's fair um spinach dip steak and cheese egg rolls crab cake egg rolls and buffalo chicken dip wow those aren't light appetizers either. That's like a whole meal in and of itself. No, yeah. It, this is no. What time are you? What time do you go over? Like, what time do you? Does your so day? I, be- it probably it probably is start like about twelve twelve thirty one o'clock. Okay. I got to do. A, I'm doing. Faith does um Thanksgiving service. We used to do okay. it in person because we used to do it with the churches around us. Yeah, but that stopped during COVID. So now we're virtual. So I'll do that and I'll run the tech. Is that at night or is that in the morning? Tomorrow morning. Oh, tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah, like 10 o'clock. And we'll, we should be finished by like uh, before 11. That's cool. So yeah. um, That's nice. That's a lot of food though. When are you coming well, home? Saturday. I'm just like flabbergasted by the fullness <laughs> of that menu. Like, that's like walking into a golden corral or something. <laughs> I have no complaints. I'm just thinking about like white people are so simple. <laughs> like, you get a turkey or you get a ham. And you one, get... Day, one day, but one year, how about one year we tried to switch it up and say, oh, we're going to have Italian dishes? And I'll never forget this because the most pickiest kid in the world said, there's no greens in potato salad. <laughs> that's, that's when I knew we had messed up. Because <laughs> Elysia was like five years old. I just told this story to a friend this morning because I was like, you can't be changing routines. Mm-hmm. Just stick with the staples. Yeah. These are the gifts of God. I mean, people come to expect <laughs> things on Thanksgiving. She's like, there's no greens in potato salad. <laughs> she was five. That's the one that's throwing me. Like the meats, I can get I'm like, I can get down with. Like, <laughs> but the potato salad is throwing me. That's just that that throws me. You can't have no without potato salad. <laughs> it's literally, you know why there's so much food? Because we took. Every meat, we took the meat and the meat has its own sides. Yeah. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you can't have ham without potato salad. You yeah. can't have turkey without dressing. You can't have, right? You can't mm-hmm. have chicken, fried chicken without macaroni and cheese. It just makes- all goes together. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> That makes complete and total sense. Just imagine you don't eat ham, but just I'm just trying to picture myself biting into a little piece of honey baked ham. And I'm like, well, where's the potato salad? And then be mad that there is none. No, okay. Is that just at Thanksgiving? Or if like in the middle of the summer you go to a barbecue and there's potato salad, are you expecting ham? I'm expecting a meat that goes with potato salad. Okay. Other than chicken, I'm expecting a rib. Okay. Yeah. So that's how you compartmentalize <laughs> yes. your food is this side goes with this meat. Yes. I so appreciate that. 
I so appreciate that. That's so, so rice, yeah. is for, the rice is new for me. I had a, a friend of, of like one of my closest friends, Sasha. Um, her family's uh, Puerto Rican, and they serve rice at their Thanksgiving, and we did Thanksgiving with them a few years ago. And it was the first time I'd ever had rice at Thanksgiving, and I'm oh, like, this yeah, is brand new information. <laughs> okay, so my grandmother is from the Bamberg, South Carolina. Um, and they traced their roots back a while ago, but they had, they, there's some Geechee descendant. Okay. Geechee. Um, and that was, uh, that's a culture from West Africa of okay. rice. So rice, like we brought it over here and it's yeah. like that. Yeah. Rice at every meal. Yeah. I grew up with rice. There was a pot of rice on the stove almost every dinner yeah white rice white rice and i don't know how to cook it without it being in a bag my ancestors are so mad at me right now like my grandmother's probably like i I didn't taught you how to make this (laughs) (laughs) she's probably disgusted because my mother was but she's she saw me make rice one day yeah and and my mother was like "Mm." Yeah, and when you got the mm from a mom, uh-huh. she was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are a lot of ways that we cook food in our house that I'm like, my like, my proverbial black card would be denied. I was <laughs> invited to the barbecue, but I will just say, we don't put raisins in potato salad, and we do season our food. Yes. So, and you know, and then. Okay, I don't know why this is a thing for black people, but but we wash, we rinse our meat before we cook it. That's not that's not just a black people thing. Okay, good. Cause I some people don't do that. I don't think we do, but I've had this debate with people, not me personally, but I've witnessed this debate between <laughs> other cultures and white people. Um, okay. I don't. I don't think it's a white people thing, but I think I, other. I don't think right. other non-white people do rinse their meat. <laughs> I don't rinse like ground beef or ground turkey or stuff like that. But like chicken and like, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm rinsing it before I. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so we can just call this a special Thanksgiving episode and just air I, it tomorrow. <laughs> I agree. We should do that. <laughs> just, this is just a fun conversation. It really was. I, yeah. Bonus. Bonus. A bonus, bonus episode. episode. Yeah, I love that. that. Yeah, I love that, Jesse. Yeah. But in the meantime, since it is, but I want to give thanks. And, you know, and so as we round this out, because, I mean, you gave the titles of our topics, pop culture, political shit, Jesus stuff. So we'll round it off with Jesus stuff. And I'll just want to talk about the trans day of of remembrance, which was Monday, uh, November 20th, honoring Rita Hester, who was a trans woman that was murdered 30 years ago, Jesse. Yeah. About 30 years ago. And her, her, one of her friends start um, in honor of her life and those lives that have been taken due to violence, due to people not seeing their humanity. 
um, T-Dor was born. Mm-hmm. And I just want to lift up the 320 trans people that have been killed from mm-hmm. October 1st of 2022 through September 30th of 2023. And that's just the ones that are um, reported. Yeah. And of we don't those, know. Yeah. And of those, I think it's important to, to know that 80% of those 300 uh, plus, 320 plus people are people of color yeah. and 80, 80, 80, over 80% are trans women of color. Yeah. So, and, and 50% were killed at gunpoint. Yeah. So we have, you know, while we are giving thanks for all the ways that God provides and has gifted us throughout this year, don't want to leave on a somber note, but want to leave on a real note. How about that? You know, this, you know, this is real. This is, this is part of life. Right. And so, um, what can you do? Yeah. I think you, there's a part in the liturgy that we recorded that it's your, it's my favorite part, uh, that I wrote and that you, I ended up using your clip, which was, we need to do a better job of seeing our neighbors as ourselves. And yes. We need to do better and we need to love better. Yes. And I give thanks that we continue to have the opportunity to do better and to love better. Yep. I give yeah. thanks for the opportunity to come and have a platform that we can lift that up. Um, that, you know, that I get to call you friend, Jesse. So I give thanks for that too. Give thanks that, you know, Sarah was like, yeah, record the podcast the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I can- You're going to need it. You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> so give thanks for all of that. And yeah, I, I totally love the special episode. Yes. And if you're listening today, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Pause. Time to hear from our sponsors. The Embracing Race podcast is sponsored by the Gen Out Youth Chorus. Gen Out is an outreach ensemble of the Gay Men's Chorus of Washington, D.C. Gen Out's mission is to give young LGBTQ plus and allied youth a voice to connect to the community. The ensemble is open to all singers between the ages of 13 and 18. For more information, contact www.gmcw.org. Isn't it our hope that we could come together as a society across the chasm of race and become the beloved community that Dr. King imagined? Interwoven Congregation's mission is to organize and support partnerships between faith communities with different racial compositions in order to foster racial justice and healing. For more information, visit interwovencongregations.org. HOD Records, it is not HOD, but it is HOD, no periods in between. HOD Records is a talent and artist development company that specializes in 
artistry development and contact creation. Serving the DMV and beyond, HOD creates a family-centered management style that promotes a collaborative spirit. Check out HOD Records on all social media platforms and visit hodrecords.media for more information. Thank you all to our sponsors.